Hello, and welcome to Build Your Empire with Tracy Diotto. I am Tracy Diotto, self-proclaimed network marketing expert and top 0.1% in my network marketing company. If you are enjoying this podcast station, please screenshot, share to your stories, tag me on Instagram at tracy.diotto. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to identify self-sabotage. This is something that affects a lot of us on a daily basis, but As long as we learn how to identify this, we can overcome this. So please enjoy today's episode. All right. Okay. So today what we're going to talk about is how to identify self-sabotage. And I know that's like a very loaded concept, but I see that it occurs a lot in our business. And so um, what I, I wanted to address this because I feel like we need to bring awareness to this topic to be able to overcome them. So uh, we're just going to dive right into it. So self-sabotage looks like a lot of different things, but basically self-sabotage in a nutshell is the doing things or the lack of doing things that are going to um, hinder you from reaching your goals. And so, um, you know, this could be a variety of things. And so we're going to go over them so that you can better understand how can I like identify the self-sabotage to be able to move forward in my business and start creating that success? And so the first, uh, the first form of self-sabotage that I want to talk about is the destructive self-talk. Um, we all have limiting beliefs about whatever it is about ourselves and our business. And so these limiting beliefs, we tend to sit in them and we don't take action because of, uh, because of these beliefs that we're feeling and these destructive self-talk could be, it's things that we don't do on purpose because they're just rooted so deep into our core but you know things along the lines of no one wants to join me no one wants to buy from me Um, I'm never going to be like that person like there's so many things that we feel and think about on a daily basis that really hinder us from creating that success because because what's happening is that these subtle thoughts these subtle thoughts that we are having, they what what's happening is that these thoughts are these thoughts are basically manifesting themselves and we're giving these thoughts life and these thoughts are starting to um, play out in our actions. And so when we live in these thoughts of let's for example, no one wants to join me. When we start really convincing ourselves that no one wants to join us, our actions follow suit. And those actions are typically along the lines of not asking people um, or being very, having the story already written in our minds before approaching someone about it that puts us, it puts us coming from a place of a scarce mindset. And so the, the scarce mindset controls that energy when you are asking someone and it and it impacts the way that the message is being delivered it impacts the way that you're asking someone and so and it's felt on the receiving end and so usually the energy that you put into a message whether it's very um you know whether it's very 
scarce and timid versus abundant and excited and fulfilling, um, those definitely create a different end result. And so the the destructive self-talk is probably one of the biggest things that occur to us or that happens to us when we are discussing um, when we're when we're on the on the subject of self-sabotage. And so um, identifying what thoughts are actually going on in our minds um, is really, really important. And so a way to overcome that is by journaling, uh, is by taking, taking inventory of exactly how you're feeling and the thoughts that you're having. And I, I've done this exercise before where I wrote down all of the limiting beliefs that I was having. I wrote down all of the fears that I was having and I organized those feelings. And it was very, it's very uncomfortable. It very, very uncomfortable to see those little thoughts, those little insignificant thoughts on paper. It was really interesting because when you are, when you are writing these things about how you feel these this limiting these limiting beliefs when you write them down and you see them on paper it hits you differently and you can decide what you're going to do with that so a really you know really great thing to do is say i'm going to put everything that i'm feeling on paper all the negative things that i'm feeling all the negative limiting beliefs all the things, all the demons that are inside of me that are really holding me back, I'm going to write them down. And then I'm going to burn the crap out of that. I am not going to give life to these these limiting beliefs. I'm not going to give life to the negativity that I feed myself with my negative thoughts. And I'm going to get rid of them. But until we come to terms with the thoughts that we're having inside of ourselves, until we're being very honest with ourselves, with how we are feeling, the the yucky, icky, gross things that we're saying to ourselves, you know, the things that the things that we say to ourselves that we would never say to someone else because we're so embarrassed that our thoughts are that uh, destructive. Um, those are the things that we need to come to terms with. Those are the things that we need to identify and be able to overcome them. And you overcome them by acknowledging them, being honest with yourself about them, and saying, I'm done feeling this way. There's actually a really great uh, full moon ritual that we've been doing over the past several months within our team that's been really cool. Is the um, This is a concept that uh, one of my teammates taught. She's amazing. She said, a full moon, imagine it, a full moon is a time where you are completely full. There is just nothing more that you can that you can do. Um, imagine you are your 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 cup is filled to the rim, and what you want to do is to be able to alleviate this fullness of this cup. Get rid of the things that you don't want anymore. So what don't we want anymore? We don't want this destructive self-talk. We don't want these limiting beliefs. We don't want these fears inside of us. And so it is a really great cleansing activity once a month under the full moon to write everything that you don't want to feel anymore 
those things that you don't want to say to yourself anymore, write them all down and then burn it. Say and and that physical release of saying I am done feeling this way. I am done saying these things to myself. And another another one that she taught us was when you are in the shower and the water's running over you, um, imagine those thoughts and, and those negative feelings are being cleansed off your body. The water is purifying your body. It is cleansing you of those negative beliefs. And it, imagine them, it's going down the drain and it's gone. And so it's really important when, we, when we're talking about identifying self-sabotage that we look at what are we telling ourselves because our feelings manifest themselves into reality and they control our actions. So getting a handle on that is key. It is so key. And um, the next thing that I want to talk about is procrastination. Procrastination is, the, is a huge component of self-sabotage. We put things off, we put things off, and it's usually the things that we put off are the things that we have some sort of negative emotional attachment to. And um, and we'll go back to the topic of, of um, growing your team. Sometimes it's not the, the fact, like the actual action of asking someone to join your team that makes you feel some kind of way. Usually it is the fear of the consequence of what happens when you do create that success. And you you have this fear of well now I got to be a leader. Now I got to now I got to do this and that. Now I got to um you know there's this increased pressure and this not knowing what to do after that happens because it's new. It's new to you, right? So a lot of times people fear recruiting not because of the actual asking someone to join them, but what comes after that? What like, um, what type of person do I have to become? Because now I need to hold myself accountable. Now I need to lead someone else. And this whole concept of growing a team is so forward, forward, foreign <laughs> and so intimidating that because of that unknown, because of that uncomfortable feeling, we pull away from actually doing the ask. We pull away from actually wanting to ask people if they'd be open to checking out what it is that we're doing because of the fear of what if they say yes? What if they do join me? And this person that you have to become in that process is extremely intimidating because it's like, I could, I could never be a leader. I could never help anyone else create success because I don't even know what the heck I'm doing. And this whole fear around becoming that leader and become and, and stepping into that. You know, I have I have people on the team who will ask up up ways, sideways, and downwards for parties all day long because they're very comfortable in their abilities to throw a kick-ass party. But they are afraid to ask people to join them because they are not confident in their leadership skills. And so when you look at like the things that you like, when you look at procrastination and you look at the things that you're avoiding, you need to identify what 
is it that I'm avoiding? What feelings am I avoiding? And identify exactly what it is that you're avoiding. Because I know we are we we don't want to feel uncomfortable, right? Like feeling uncomfortable doesn't feel good. Feeling uncomfortable is not something that we as humans strive for. <laughs> we strive for comfort, we strive for feeling good, we strive for feeling secure. Um, but they're like striving for discomfort is not typical. And so we need to identify like what what like what is it that exactly about this thing am I avoiding? And and asking yourself that question, peeling back the layers of that onion and saying like what is it about becoming a leader am I afraid of? Am I afraid because I haven't been consistent in my business? Am I afraid of not not being sure how to help them get started? Am I afraid of uh, their success falling on my shoulders and I don't want to be responsible for that? Or maybe you have recruited in the past and because that didn't go so well before, you are now letting that past result become what you expect the future to be. And because that feeling of not helping someone succeed was very uncomfortable, you don't want to feel that again, okay? So procrastination looks like, it looks like finding something else to do with your time. Because we all know, like let's be honest here, it doesn't take that long to ask someone a question. It doesn't take that long to message someone. It doesn't. It takes longer to think about it than it does to actually do it. But then we say, oh, the laundry needs to be folded. Oh, gosh, my my shutters are looking quite dusty. I better go dust them first. Oh, um, I better I better go wash the dishes. You know, there's there's so many things that we can fill our time with that um, that we put it off. And I, I, I remember my old boss telling me, he was like, you give someone four hours to do a task and you give someone eight hours to do a task. They will both find a way to fill the time you gave them. So think about, okay, Am I like, am I procrastinating? Am I avoiding the task? Am I the, uh, am I avoiding this uh, negative emotion attached to what the potential outcome is? Am I avoiding the fact that if I, if I recruit this person, I like, I'm a fraud. There's, there's no way because I'm actually not a good leader and I really can't step into that role. So Start thinking about what it is you're avoiding and why you're avoiding it. And then forgive yourself, okay? Forgive yourself for like avoiding the thing, okay? I, and I think this goes back to like this whole like destructive self-talk that I was talking about, but if you forgive yourself for the procrastination and for the failures and for the things that we have not deemed to be success for ourselves, if we actually take the time to forgive ourselves, 
we can move forward. You can't have these past failures lingering. They will completely consume you. They will completely take over you and they're going to fully affect the future. Your past does not define you. You have the power every morning when you wake up, every moment of the day. You really like the power is yours to be able to say, I'm going to do something differently today. I know that I know that what I did yesterday or the last couple weeks or the last few years, I know I sucked. I know that I didn't live up to my potential. I know that I half-assed everything. I know that I quit on myself over and over and over again. That's okay. That is all right. But you have to forgive that. And once you forgive it, like fully inside of yourself. And maybe it takes writing a letter to yourself. There's a lot of writing that I find is very therapeutic because putting your thoughts on paper is very, it helps you organize how you're feeling because we tend to just feel that first thought, that initial thought, and we tend to let that manifest and grow and consume us. But when you write down a letter, like take the time to write a letter to yourself and forgive yourself for your past shortfalls, for the things that you're not proud of yourself for. You don't have to share it with anyone. That's for you. Take the time to forgive yourself and forgive yourself over and over each day if you have to. But when you forgive yourself, then you can officially move forward and say, I know what happened before. I know it's fine. It's all good. But I have the power to do better now and I will do better. So um, that is another key to identifying self-sabotage. And another one is perfectionism. And I think perfectionism is, is probably very intertwined with procrastination. But perfectionism is ide- basically not doing it until you get it perfectly. Like in your mind, you probably you probably draft a message 37 times before you actually send it. You probably write up a post over and over and over, delete it, type it again, delete it, type it again, delete it before you actually do something. Um, there's there's so many there's so many things like I'm I'm personally I'm not a perfectionist, so that's why like I don't struggle with this, but apparently <laughs> Our team is full of perfectionists. And so I've really learned to be able to identify with those with those feelings. But it's it's really like you don't you you're afraid to fail. You're afraid to fail. And so you want something to be perfect before you actually put it out there. But you need to know that it's never going to be perfect. It never will be. And the best way to learn is by messing up. <laughs> and I know like we don't, we don't want to mess up. We, wanna, we don't want to fail in front of people. But you are not going to improve until you start screwing up. Because I, I've said it a million times, I have butchered so many conversations I have scared off so many people. I've word vomited all over them, like all over them. And 
the only way that I got better was by actually feeling it, actually going through it and doing the things and learning that, oh crap, that probably wasn't the best way to do things. So it's, it's this like, it's to be able to overcome perfectionism, you really have to step into that power of accepting you for exactly who you are, flaws and all, and not trying to portray this image of yourself that is not you. Okay. We are imperfectly made. All of us make mistakes. All of us fall flat on our faces from time to time. All of us do things that we're not proud of. But those are all experiences that need to be had in order to learn, in order to grow. So when you ask yourself, why am I being so hard on myself on this particular message? Start asking yourself, who am I trying to be? Who, who am I trying to be here? Am I trying to be me? Or am I trying to be this idea of who I think I should be? Be yourself. Who are you trying to help? Who are you trying to serve? Ask those things instead. Who am I trying to help? And who do I need to be to help them? And it's usually you just need to be yourself. You don't need to be anyone else. And I will say this over and over and over again. You being exactly you and who you are is your superpower. Your community does not need another one of whoever. Whoever you look up to. Whoever you think is amazing and you aspire to be. We don't need another one of them. We need you. So when you finally release that pressure of trying to be someone else and you give yourself that permission to accept yourself exactly as you are, that's when you are going to start stepping into your greatness that's when you are going to start being able to actually serve people and actually grow because you have finally said, I am, I am fine just the way I am. I don't need to know it all. I will never, ever know it all. But me, just as I am, I am good enough. I'm more than good enough. I'm plenty and loving yourself just as you are and continuing continuing to grow in the process it is it is like i i think it, it is the most magical blend when you can love yourself exactly for who you are but also want to improve and also want to continue to grow we are never complete in our growth process that that will never end it will it is a lifelong process but you're not going to be able to grow if you keep striving for perfection so put
put up that post with typos in it. Send that message straight from the heart, exactly what you're feeling. And start doing the things so that you can then learn how to do them better. Okay, so those are those are some of my ideas. I don't know if it's ideas, but like those are some of the things that we can do to be able to overcome self-sabotage is is I'll, I'll recap journaling, identifying those feelings that you're having, forgive yourself for how you're feeling and give yourself permission to be exactly who you are. Because we cannot move forward if we stay stagnant, if we continue to sabotage ourselves. And we can't blame anyone else for our self-sabotage but ourselves. So if you really want to make a change in your life, if you really want to make a change in your business, if you really want to make a change in other people's lives, you have to take those steps. You have to move forward. You have to grow. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable. You have to be willing to do what's scared. It's okay to be scared. And what I've been learning a lot lately is sometimes it's supposed to be hard. Sometimes it's supposed to be so hard. But I will not forget what I learned at Summit this weekend. Is you can cry while you walk. Just keep walking. Just keep going. And you can do this. You can absolutely do this. All right. So let me know if that was helpful. Um, I, this, the, yeah, this one hits home. This one hits really deep. And um, I, I think that as long as we ha- create that awareness and that honesty with ourselves, um, you're, you're going to be amazing. All right. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Have a good day.